Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In my last episode, we spoke with Laise Swartagania. Laise is an astrologer and visibility coach. After getting recognition as the branding expert behind authentic brands like Kendrick Shop, Authentic Selling, and Make It Work Online, she heard the calling and took the leap to shine her own light and guide soul-led women in doing the same. If you missed that episode, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Tammy Dunnett. Tammy is a workplace bullying survivor and is using her experience and knowledge to help others conquer conflict. She provides free resources in her Facebook page and offers small group masterclasses. Let's welcome Tammy Dunnett. Hey, Tammy. I am so happy that you were able to join me today for this interview. I am so excited to be talking with you. I'm excited to be here. For my listeners, I've known Tammy for a long time, and I have just fully admired everything that she's done with her business and with helping people. And Tammy, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about yourself before we hop into the main part of the interview. Sure. That was very sweet of you to say. We have known each other for a few years and we've had mutual admiration for the work that we do. Um, so my name is Tammy Dunnett and I had an or- I have an organization called Nurse Minder. And in there, I teach nurses a lot about educational theory and skills. And what I was noticing is that there was a real gap in communication as well. Now, my background is in communication teaching, so I thought I would just marry the two together and Conquer Conflict is really an umbrella underneath the Nurse Minder brand, helping healthcare providers navigate those challenging conversations with colleagues, with patients, with families, with, with anybody that they need to interact with on a daily basis. And I think that is so, so powerful. I have a background in healthcare as well, mostly project managing in healthcare IT. That's one of the big challenges that I've seen in healthcare is how people deal with conflict. Even as an entrepreneur and as a human, dealing with conflict is a big challenge for a lot of people. I see what you do and what you offer as a really huge service for people. I'm so glad that you're doing what you do. Thanks. You know, it's kind of one of those bitter ironies of life. We want to live peacefully and we think that that means the absence of conflict, but conflict is actually really important in our lives. And it becomes those moments where conflict doesn't feel good. That's when we start to realize we don't have enough skill set to navigate them. And I just want to share like to live in peace is not the same as the absence of conflict. It's in Mm. fact learning how to navigate them and having the tool set to 
go into a conversation that's uncomfortable, stay in that conversation that is uncomfortable to find a resolution and to understand each other at a deeper level. Oh, man, that's so beautiful. I get chills every time I hear you talk about it. <laughs> and so Tammy, I wanted to ask a question. This is a question that I've been asking of my interview guests. I think it's a really powerful and timely one. Tell me about your experience during this time of coronavirus, the coronavirus, the, the lockdown, and the challenges in healthcare are just huge. And yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. Because I work from home primarily, at first when I thought about this question, I thought, well, it really hasn't impacted me. And then I remembered how, how soon we forget the pain. Then I remembered how in March, I had to make a decision as to whether or not I was going to cancel all five live events I had scheduled from April, May, and June, mm. or go online. And I thought that was actually significant for me. And so I decided to go online. And the challenge for me was to ramp up what was supposed to be five live face-to-face -face events communicate with the attendees and make sure this was going to be viable for them and then find a platform, pre-record interviews, get together all of the downloads, put it together in a cohesive package. And my first event, I only had three weeks to do that. And that was actually my nursepreneur event. It was the very first time we're running an event about entrepreneurship in healthcare. And wow, let me tell you, that was a lot of work. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. I, I, was watching on the sidelines and I'm thinking, this woman, she's powerful. You made it almost look easy. You know what? Entrepreneurs don't take no for an answer. And that was really yes. the driving, the driving force for me is that, yeah, okay, so we have coronavirus, but that's the flavor of the day. Every step along our entrepreneurial journey, there is something that potentially could become a roadblock. Exactly. Exactly. And one of the things that I've learned over the years is that it's not about the resources that you have. It's about your resourcefulness of creating absolutely. the success. Yes, absolutely. And I saw your resourcefulness. Um, it was, it was inspiring your resourcefulness. And so I, I really loved that about how I saw you developing your programs and pivoting from face-to-face -face into all online and still providing the same powerful value. Yeah, you know, actually, to me, going online was a win-win-win in the sense that I was initially limited by, I had limitations of geography and time. You know, it's a one-day event. It runs from nine until five, and I'll pack in as much value as I can for you with this roadmap of how to get you from idea into business and kind of you're going to leave here with a plan. As soon as I went online, I knew I could double the value. I could bring mm -hmm. in more content. I could have guest speakers from other jurisdictions from the, from the United States. I had people coming in and telling their stories, which only broadened the um, possibilities for people who are attending to see the, the value that they could bring to their own population. So true. And you're in Canada, correct? I am. Yeah. I asked that question yeah. if I don't already know, <laughs> but for the elucidation of my listeners. And yes, and well, that's true because I did mention I brought in speakers from the, from the United States. So I am in Canada and it did allow us to bring in our colleagues from other countries. Yeah. 
it's so interesting with what's going on with Corona and the stay at home orders pretty much across the US and the world. It's interesting how everything is pivoted online so fast. Oh yeah, my so plan fast. was in the fall. I had a target of going online in the fall, but not in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> I needed more time. Apparently I did not. Corona showed me that I can do more in a short amount of time than I thought I was capable of. It's also interesting and true that the amount of time that you give yourself to do something, it can take all of that time and perhaps more. I was gonna say it was definitely at least a three or five X for the timeline involved. Yeah. Yeah. And when we burn our bridges or have our bridges burnt for us <laughs> and we're forced to take action sooner, it's amazing how much we can get done. There is no more, there is no greater motivator than a timeline, a deadline. Mm. That's exactly true. Because I'll share with you now. So this is, what's the day today? May 4th that we're recording this? May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. And let me tell you, it was with me because that was the end of March. I had to make that decision. And maybe it was the third week in March. Gave me three weeks until my conference. However, I have since that time frame, so like we're talking six, seven weeks, have put online three full courses as oh. a result because I had run, I had to run my ECG interpretation course two weeks later. So that had to all go online. Level one, level two, I just finished putting it online two days ago. And then my Conquer Conflict Masterclass was running in the background, which is an eight week online um, blended delivery. And so there was an awful lot of creation and learning happening in the background as all of those events were being put online in that span of seven weeks. And I'm sure no, at no point was anything perfect that you were doing, making progress instead of shooting for perfection. That's right. My mantra has been for the last two years is just simply show up and move the needle forward because imperfect action is action. And if I was waiting for perfection, I'd be where I was three years ago when I was still thinking about this just as an idea. I wouldn't have made any progress. And when I think about all of the imperfect things I've done and what that has brought to me, I am miles ahead of where I ever thought I would have been. Amen. <laughs> Amen. When I've done, when I've taken messy action, like you put it out there and you think this looks like a complete train wreck in the background. But no. the progress that you make is super powered mm -hmm. from Just there because up. you have something to work from. You have Listen, something it can to work be from. so overwhelming. You know, when I think about creating a day long course, of course, that's overwhelming. That's massive. You know, and I used to teach for a living and I would do 90 minute lectures and that would be normal. But to put together an entire day of programming or an eight week online class, the Conquer Conflict Masterclass, seems overwhelming. And if you just wrote that down on your piece of paper of to do, you wouldn't get anything done. But when you start to break it down into things you can do day by day, something as simple as making a picture to represent the cover of your course. That can, sp I can spend a couple hours there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have, but, I have. You go down that rabbit hole of creation. 
Yes. But if I get something done on my list, I've moved it forward and I'm one step closer to completion. And that's just really, you got to chunk it down into smaller bite-sized pieces. And those smaller bite-sized pieces are really massive action. Oh, yes. It's a building block. It's a building block. You're moving, you're moving the needle like you were saying. I think, you know, sometimes when people hear the word massive action, they think they have to climb that whole mountain in one step. Mm-hmm. When instead it's taking the next easiest step that you can take within five minutes that mm-hmm. will take five to 10 minutes to do. Yes. I've heard you talk about this actually before. And it's so true. It really is just sitting down and thinking, what can I accomplish right now? And, and going into action and don't hesitating, do not hesitate, sorry. And do not give yourself time to talk yourself out of it. Just do it. Yeah. And because once you take that first mini step, that, that next easiest step, sometimes I like to call it minimum viable product, Mm -hmm. create that minimum viable product, the MVP there's momentum. You get the momentum going, even with that first small action. Yeah, and absolutely. then it becomes easy to take the next small step. The next small step becomes clearer of what mm-hmm. you need to create. Mm-hmm. So taking that action is powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Tammy, it has been such a joy talking with you. How can people find out more about you? Well, I got a few places, as you know, um, I have a lot of interests <laughs> yeah. and I have a hard time narrowing it down to just really one thing. I want to service all of the healthcare professionals. So if you go to nurseminder.com, you'll find me there on the website, on YouTube, on Instagram, you know, everywhere you'll find uh, social media. I'm there. If you're interested in learning more about the conquer conflict series, I do have a free download of the five steps. And I think we'll be talking about that more in depth in a future interview. Uh, you can yes, go to Conquer Conflict. Will. Yeah, yes, go to conquerconflict.com and grab your free five step process to start today to make those steps easier to do. And then, of course, the Frontline Nursing Podcast that I have. We didn't really talk about that, but that's okay. Uh, FrontlineNursingPodcast.com is another place where you can connect. And just all things healthcare is everything what NurseMinder takes care of. And your podcast, tell me a little bit more about your podcast. Who is your audience for that? So my podcast for frontline nursing actually came as a result of getting lots of text messages from students. Even though I don't work at the college anymore, I still get students who I don't even know will message me going, hey, I've heard about you. And can you tell me, do you think this would be a good idea for? And they're thinking more about their clinical placements or their first job after graduating. And I thought, you know, I don't mind helping but I would rather have a, a one and done stop. So they don't have to email me and wait for me to respond to them. They can actually get something right away. I've always had this philosophy that you should have training and information when you need it, where you need it. I'm not a fan of the nine to five structured building, but so the frontline nursing podcast really came as a result of all these questions. And so I interview other nurses working on the front line in a variety of areas. So we've had your typical medical surgical nursing And from brand new to being out in the workforce for several years, and it goes all the way up to eMERGE, ICU, community. We talk to people in the community who are doing cannabinoid therapy education and people who have moved to Australia. So it's really just trying to cover anything that would be of interest to someone in the nursing field where they may want to transition to a new position 
or they're just starting out and they're looking to get just a little bit of an insider's touch. That's brilliant. Thank you. That, that is brilliant. And you're also a nurse. You've been a nurse for Oh, for many time. years. Yeah, since 2006 is when I graduated. I started out in the military, actually, and did military nursing, specialized into critical care nursing, and then transitioned to civilian nursing and teaching. That's wonderful. And I love how your career and your business is really expanding because you, you still work really directly with teaching nurses. Yeah, passion. Passion of mine is teaching. You you saw a, a tremendous need in the healthcare community. And it's not just in Canada. It is the world over within healthcare uh, in dealing with conflict. Yeah, if I were to be honest, the need definitely is there. The, the need I was filling was more my need for safety in the workplace. And so when we talk about the conquer conflict, that really was born out of my own experience of being bullied in the workplace and the realizations that I had, you know, you have to do some work on yourself when you're in those situations, learning how to set boundaries, learning what it is that you're bringing to those conversations, but also the research that I completed into what we call it lateral violence in nursing. Mm-hmm. And then putting those all together into teaching and finding that I was getting results with my students when I was working in the college and the university, and then really branching that out into my own, you know, because we don't need all of that academic stuff sometimes. And I've really just narrowed it down to some really key elements that will get people moving faster towards their peaceful, connected life, you know, because it would have been, it would have been too easy to allow myself to succumb to the side effects of bullying is what I call them because bullying really is like a disease process and it can be treated and mm -hmm. there is uh there is hope but you have to be willing to do the, the work the medicine Tammy I would love for you to come back for a second interview where we could have you talk a little bit more about that absolutely it's such an important concept to be mm -hmm. able to share mm -hmm. and I know that there are people out there who need to learn more about conquering conflict within their own lives. Oh, absolutely. And even though my podcast is focused towards entrepreneurs, there's conflict everywhere. And I know that my listeners could benefit from what you have to share. So yeah, thank you. I'd love I, to have you come back. It is everywhere. And it doesn't matter where you work. Uh, <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> own business you still have clients you still have family who are relying on you and the stress and the strain of building your brand and your business can certainly lead into conflict well tammy thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today i have loved every moment of it and i'm looking forward to having you back again oh it was a pleasure i really enjoyed um catching up with you stay tuned for the next episode folks where we talk with derek loudermilk Derek Loudermilk is a former pro cyclist and extreme microbiologist turned professional adventurer, author, and lifestyle entrepreneur. His podcast, The Art of Adventure, has become one of the top entrepreneurship and travel podcasts. As an international speaker and trainer, Derek regularly presents on such topics as human potential, skill mastery, adventure, charisma, and confidence. 
You don't want to miss this, folks. So make sure to come back and check that out. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. As a special thank you, when you leave your rating and review, you'll win a 15-minute free consultation meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again and be awesome.